This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. South Carolina attorney doesn't get away with it. The Supreme still deciding whether to axe Biden's student loan relief program, which paid an average of 42000 plus to go to college. There are protests outside of the Supreme Court. What will happen there? Still a mystery. And a slew of other things that are bouncing around in my head and around this country. Hey, everybody. Kate Delaney, thanks so much, as always, for joining us on the show. Coming up also, we'll dip into the man cave. But first, let's talk about uh, what happened in this trial of Alex Murdoch. It didn't take long for the jury to convict him three hours, just a little under three hours. He was accused of fatally shooting his wife, Maggie, and son, Paul. They were found dead in June of 2021 at the family's hunting estate. Jurors uh, deliberated, like I said, for less than three hours. This was a drawn-out case, 70 witnesses in all, each of the two murder charges, by the way, carry a possible sentence of 30 years to life without parole. When the verdict, which was unanimous, was read on Thursday evening, Murdoch was taken into custody, led away in handcuffs, was very stoic listening. The courtroom was silent, and a sentencing hearing is scheduled for Friday at 9.30 a.m. It's very strange. Last week, he took the stand in his own defense, testifying that he didn't murder his wife and son in what prosecutors said was a botched attempt to cover up his financial fraud. He said, I didn't shoot my wife or son any time ever. He did admit that he lied to investigators about the last time he saw his family members, so it was wild to watch this unfold in a very beautiful part of the country, South Carolina's low country. This Murdoch family had um, a long history of being the preeminent wealthy family in that area. And you go back to 2019 when a boat allegedly driven by his then 19-year-old son, Paul, crashed near Paris Island, South Carolina, with five people on board, five of his friends. One of those on board, a 19-year-old, Mallory Beach, was killed. Four of the five survivors were hospitalized. His blood alcohol level was found to be three times the legal limit. All of this detailed in a fascinating three-part series on Netflix, and now it is all capped off with uh, Alex Murdoch being found guilty of the murder of his wife and his son. All right, what else is happening out there that we talked about earlier in the week is snow, of course. But even scarier, because there were scary moments with this snow, let's face it. I mean, look, it closed Yosemite and other California parks. And there were people had some really close calls 
and there were accidents, etc., in various places where the snow piled up and, and so many highways were impassable. Uh, but tornadoes hit Texas and Louisiana. This storm was incredible that hit the south. I, of course, came, just came eight months ago from the area that was really hit. I had friends that I checked on throughout the night. We're talking about extreme weather. I mean, 35 million people across parts of the South and South Plains in the risk zone for those severe thunderstorms and then the large hail and the tornadoes. And the tornado is the scary thing. And, of course, what do you see? These huge clouds that just stretch seemingly forever. And uh, in Shreveport, Louisiana, one of my favorite places, inside a dry cleaning store, there were people inside a dry cleaning store when the tornado hit. They just described it as the wind started picking up. And in the one woman who just, like, you know how you do this, right? You're right there. You know everybody. You go to grab the dry cleaning. And her kids were in the car. And the wind was so bad, she couldn't go. There was nothing. She couldn't go out. Her car was underneath the sign. And they said, if you go out, you're going to get hit by the sign. Luckily... The two kids were unharmed after the wind died down, but you looked around at the chaos, the glass everywhere, and what happened to that dry cleaners. It's so lucky that people were able to walk away from that. And this is what was happening in Oklahoma, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, in that area, too. And Shreveport especially got it. And then there were power outages, 320,000 homes and businesses without power. Because we're still connected to the area where I lived, a suburb very close to downtown Dallas, I kept getting alerts as did the hubs, that we couldn't drink the water, that the water had been shut off and that there were problems. So, look, 60 to 80 mile-an-hour winds is what we're talking about, miles per hour, across that Metroplex area. People were injured when four tractor trailers in a stretch of highway were blown over, and that was in McKinney, Texas, uh, at the airport. You could see how they were hit at the, the airport, um, you know, where things were toppled over and ripped apart. And so there were a lot of scary things that uh, that happened, those crazy, crazy, dark, dark, dark clouds and so wide at the base, right? So fingers crossed we don't hear anything else about anybody's loss of life or any of that, but certainly there's going to be a lot of property that is absolutely damaged. By the way, the California National Guard... In the San Bernardino Mountains on Thursday to help dig out the communities that are just socked in with uh, snow. Nearly 100 inches of snow fell on the Lake Arrowhead and Crestline areas in the last couple of uh, days. As someone who spent time up there, that's unbelievable. I mean, you can even tell the streets. There, there just was... There was a local supermarket where its roof caved in because of the heavy snow. So a state of emergency for 13 counties, including San Bernardino County, Los Angeles, and Santa Barbara, all, all, all uh, state of emergency. That's just how bad it, uh, it you know, it, it was. So it wasn't, it wasn't something to be dismissed like, oh, there's just a dusting. And there were areas that got a dusting, but that wasn't what the story was. The story is that it was... Uh, how much snow also fell on areas where they may get snow, 
but never the amount that we're talking about. It's such a uh, a rarity to to see that. And I mentioned the Supreme Court. The story, one of the stories of the week that people are talking about is student loans. Uh, will there be a reprieve for some or not? The way the Supreme Court is looking and some of the things that have come out of the Supreme Court, I mean, these you know, these are early comments. It certainly doesn't look that way, but until there's actually an opinion, you can't say that, that for sure. Um, if I were a betting person, <clears throat> I would say it's that's not happening. That it'll be bounced back and that the thought will be that the president can't can't do that can't erase that and uh boy the people have really piled up around the supreme court with signs saying knock down the you know student loans etc with the people that have been burdened by them but uh i don't think they're going to get that that ruling that they're hoping for man cave next february is heart month And every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Ever feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. 
The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea naturally builds good cells and kills bad cells. So it's great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting an infection, diabetes, or cancer. To order, visit drinksupertea.com or call 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com, 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. I'm going to the man cave. Going to the man cave. Going to the man cave. I'm going to the man cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to the man cave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man cave, man cave, man cave, man cave, man cave. A.K.A. Woe Man Cave. Everyone's invited here, of course. And uh, there's a lot to talk about, including this one. This is something I don't think I I have talked about in the past, but I don't know if I've talked about it this week. Kobe Bryant's crash photos, that whole scandal, ended up really taking its toll on the taxpayers of California. $51 million all totaled. Vanessa Bryant fought for the rights for her family, and she won, and she should have. She sued... L.A. County in 2021, her jury trial in August, then got a $28.85 million settlement from the county to resolve her claims about what happened after nine people died in a helicopter crash in January of 2020, including her daughter and husband, Kobe, of course, NBA legend. And so the total, total, total bill is $51.3 million in settlements, including the settlement for the Bryant family that was announced on Tuesday, and it's just a great example of how a few public safety officers can have an incredible, enormous impact on the community they're sworn to protect because they go, they realize it's he's famous, they see these unbelievable, they see these unbelievable, uh, this unbelievable wreckage. They take pictures and they start to send them to people. And of course, she wasn't even aware of the death of her daughter or husband at that point, and that just sent that just sent her off in the direction of we're going to go after them. There's just no way you do that, right? Um, and see, some of that settlement of that fifty plus million included almost twenty million for the family of Chris Chester. He lost his wife and daughter in that same crash and uh then the other the other families there were some other families that got some money too as as well and what happened was specifically so you know this the county fire and sheriff department employees who responded to the crash right um they were accused of using their personal phones to take and share photos of the dead crash victims from the crash scene without having a a legitimate business reason for doing it. So the first responders shared and displayed the the images for their own amusement or souvenirs or whatever. And so what do you think that's going to be? You're violating the privacy rights of the families. And that's what the the attorneys said. So it was an easy uh, win. I'm not surprised they won it, but there's a lesson to be learned there that, you know, that's just, (laughs) that's just, 
so sick and twisted in another way. But, you know, it's a whole different world and mindset when you get desensitized, when you're constantly at these um, at these horrific scenes. And then, then he's, he's famous, and then that just is, sets it off in a completely other direction. It was absolutely wrong and should not have happened. And I'm not surprised that those families all were um paid because of course the that's exactly what's going to happen all right what else is going on in the world of sports of course we're knee deep so to speak in um spring training when it comes to major league baseball and i mentioned this i don't know if i i mentioned it on one show that i had the chance to go out and see the philadelphia phillies they play in Clearwater. They have a great park, and they were playing the Minnesota Twins. And since I have that big connection to Minnesota with the mothership, I thought, wouldn't it be fun to go and see? And I really sat near for the first time, because usually I'm in a press box, and I wanted to really experience what it would be like to just be at the park. And I have to say the people from the Dakotas that I sat near and people from Minnesota were just wonderful. I mean, we had these great conversations about their twins and about uh, my Phillies and spring baseball and sports and the weather and all kinds of things. And it, uh, it there's something about spring training. It's just a whole different feel. But what's interesting about spring training is the Major League Baseball rule changes that will affect the season. And some of that is, of course, the how much time you get to hit in the hitter's box and how much time you get to pitch. So there's now clocks that control that. And that's that's going to have an impact, I think, on the game. Bigger base pads. The whole idea is what can happen in baseball. What can they do to make it more exciting for the fans? What can they do to make the game faster? Because that that's one of the complaints of a lot of people. Look, during the the regular season, you have games that happen in the course of a week. And if you want to take your family out to a game, you know, are you putting kids in bed at midnight and then waking them up six hours, seven hours later? And some of that is because games drag, you know, drag on. And they're, so should they be shorter? And how do you speed up the game without ruining the uh, the history of the game and all of that. So there's always been conversations, and and with the clocks, um, I think I think it's interesting, and I think there's there's going to be times where it's going to it's going to affect some of these. It's going to affect the hitters and the pitchers uh, for sure. And that and watching the clock has become interesting. And of course, I was doing that, and so were the people around me. We're like, up, oh, you know, look at the clock, and they would just barely get a pitch off, or the hitter would be in there. The pitch clock is twenty seconds with runners on base. Base is empty, fifteen seconds. So think about that. So uh, none of this roaming around. Taking your time, you got to get that ball served up there, and I think that absolutely will will make a difference in in maybe some key moments of games, right? And it's going to speed the game up. There's no question about that. And they have shift restrictions. That's another thing that's going to happen, and that'll make a big difference as to shifting for hitters and the the bigger bases will make a difference 
So watch that as we get back into the regular season. I saw it in the game that I watched. I saw um, a runner get picked off so much easier, and then I saw the limitations of that too, that at some point that stops. So pretty, I think pretty interesting, definitely. When it comes to the NFL and the offseason, it's about, okay, so who's going where and what's going to happen when we get into the draft. And uh, one of the stories that did come out, this is a guy that I I did get a chance to interview twice in my career, Carolina Panthers founder Jerry Richardson. He died Wednesday at his home in Charlotte, North Carolina. He was 86 years old. He, of course, brought the NFL to Carolina in '95. His um, tenure with the team ended in 2017, but he was a big contributor in the beginning of this and, in the, of course, in the early days for bringing the team, for getting the team. He was ultimately forced to sell the team because of allegations of sexual and racial uh, misconduct in the workplace, but... Uh, before that, well, 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 before that, in the very beginnings of his career and pulling the pulling the team in, the people in Carolina were really excited that they had the opportunity, and they're very supportive, of course, of the Panthers. Elsewhere, a couple of uh, quick, interesting stories include, um, you know, draft questions and predictions for the combine workouts and looking at day one at the the prospects and the dash times, the 40-yard dash, and um, like Cansey, uh, 4-7, 4-7, 40-yard dash. That is fast, my friends. And speed, feeling the need for speed is a very... Very big deal. If you think of the history of the Combines and the some of the players who moved up in the draft because they had some incredible workouts, this is big opportunities for anybody that uh, is there and, and they know they're being scouted, they know they're, they're being evaluated, and uh, hitting, hitting a big number in the 40 can make a big difference as to where somebody is um is drafted so it's really fun to follow that up. we'll have a wrap-up at the end because that's the best way to do it we'll have a wrap-up at the end of some of um i have some friends that are there and some and what they're seeing we'll have a wrap-up of, of who looks really really good and there was like i said cansey's run the fastest 40 by defensive tackle at the combine since 2006 and he's from Pitt of course 6'1 281 pounds and uh, you can bet there's going to be a lot of people that are vying for what he offers that's for sure stay with us do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. 
Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Both my legs were amputated due to an IED. It's when you start to try to get back into, like, an everyday life. I absolutely felt like I lost some of my purpose. There must be something more. When DAV came into my life, they gave me a new mission. I could still be a productive member of society, could still support a family. The DAV gave him that sense of structure and purpose again to get his life back together. Visit DAV.org to learn more about our mission. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. A Gaza Health Ministry spokesperson has reported that the death toll from an Israeli assault on a gathering of Palestinians seeking aid in Gaza City has risen to at least 100. The Israeli military stated it's investigating the incident, while an Israeli official said the IDF troops resorted to live ammunition in response to people surrounding trucks transporting humanitarian aid. Russian President Vladimir Putin warned that the deployment of Western troops to Ukraine could escalate to nuclear conflict. During his annual State of the Nation address, Putin said Moscow possesses the capability to strike Western targets should they send troops to support Ukraine. The most recent inflation report indicates a four-tenths of a percent increase for January. The Federal Reserve is considering whether to initiate interest rate reductions. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said last month he aims to observe further positive data. John Shea for USA News. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see, advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie Guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, If you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. It's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free, 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. 
so important here on America tonight with me, Kate Delaney. I'm so pleased to welcome to the show. She's in our virtual green room, Claudette Betty. The book is called Healing from Personal Traumas, New Beginnings. And she understands about this. She was in the middle of this. She talks about identifying traumas and how important that is in helping people identifying them and what a big, big, big uh, difference that is. She worked in the psych arena and now in detox. And like I said, she certainly knows what she's talking about. Claudette, thanks for uh, joining us on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So tell me the road to writing this book. What was the motivation? Why'd you write it? I wrote it because I um, I noticed a, a difference uh, I was like 15 years in therapy, and um, after about 10 years of being in therapy, I really, I noticed a difference in uh, uh, my behavior, my thinking, and uh, my emotions, and uh, I said, wow, you know, I think I'm starting to heal here, you <laughs> know, it's like, um I wrote an article about healing uh, uh, from uh, traumatic child uh, issues to become a, a, a different person, a healed person. And um, that, that, you know, really affected me. And I said, sure, i got to share that with people and uh, let them know that they, they don't have to live in that traumatic state the rest of their life, that they can heal, but it takes a lot of work, and it was for me. And um, I have become a different person, you know, a transformed person. Yeah, which is wonderful. And as you said, it takes a lot of work. You and yeah. I talked off the air, and you told me it was like a ton of bricks were lifted from you. And what a difference. You knew what it, you knew what it was. So, you know, in the title of your book, you say New Beginnings. So tell us more about the book and what people will learn. Well, um, you know, they will learn basically where I work. I mean, I do a lot of admissions, and what I discovered was that a lot of these uh, clients that I uh, admitted didn't even realize they had been traumatized because it was like a normal thing. They came from a dysfunctional family, and they just figured everybody was like that, and I did too. I I hung around with all people that had a mental illness or, you know, parents were alcoholics and that because it was familiar to me. And uh, I'd like to uh, get people to understand uh, what uh, traumatic events, how it affects the body, mind, emotions, and ultimately one's behavior. So I wanted to share what I learned and and how I changed uh, to become a transformed woman from a traumatic child. So you can get the book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever books are sold, of course. Healing from Personal Traumas, New Beginnings. We're speaking with Claudette Betty. Give us a little bit about, share with us, if you would, a little bit of how do you make that change. And, of course, people have to get the book, and they'll be able to go deeper. But give us a a few tools or what works. Well, number one is is counseling. (laughs) That's the big thing, you know. but, uh, they, they, you know, they, they learn the skills, you know, as, you know, basically as a registered nurse and working in the medical field, I, I mean, I'm a holistic nurse, so I share uh, alternative methods of healing. Uh, I'm a Reiki master and a shaman. 
So I shared that, and I, I explained um, how I, I um, healed the different stages. Basically, what I needed to do, and, and was very hard, was to change. Because when you grow up in a dysfunctional home, you're getting dysfunctional uh, uh, negative thoughts, uh, irrational beliefs, and, uh, you know, it affects your emotions and your behavior. So I had to change. It took a long time for me to change my negative thoughts and my uh, uh, irrational beliefs. There are 12 irrational beliefs, and I had every one of them. (laughs) Wow. I have to change that, and it takes time. You know what? When I started to change uh, my behaviors and my thinking, I felt like I was going to jump. I was jumping off a cliff, and I didn't know if I would land in the water or on rocks. Uh, That's how fearful it was because the the the, uh, skills that I learned to survive worked for me, and I was scared. I mean, if I give up. These, uh, you know, survival skills. I mean, what's going to happen to me? How am I going to live? So that was the hardest part, really, for me, uh, uh, changing my my thoughts and my beliefs um, because I, of the fear of of not being able to survive. I guess that's the best way to explain it. Boy, you know, it's you think about irrational beliefs and. I guarantee there's so many people, they think it's their fault, they're not good enough. Um, there's just so many things, I, I believe you're so right on that, that people carry around in their head, and it becomes, as you said, it's your armor. It becomes part of your armor. So it's very. it's got to be very hard to shed that, right? Yeah, my therapist told me that I had, <laughs> I had Academy Award survival skills. She didn't know how the hell I came up with those. <laughs> <laughs> but you I had them, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, basically, I could dissociate whenever I felt any kind of emotional pain. I could just go away. And uh, it took a long time for me not to do that. Scary. Oh, I bet. And, you know, disassociation, I think that's way more common than people realize. Yeah. Yeah, they do it un- unbeknownst to them, you know? Yeah unconsciously yeah it just happens like okay i'm not dealing i just i'm just disassociating and and the other people they're dealing with have no idea no no wow wow and so i mean powerful. there are so many of my clients that have been sexually abused uh you know just going through traumas and don't they use drugs because they don't know any other way. So I tell you, I give my book away to the uh, clients that come in that are motivated. Only if they're motivated, I'll give them the book. And they, they come up and they say they can't believe I went through that and I look as well. Because I'm 86. And they, they everybody says I look 60. But that's because I got rid of my garbage can, you know? Right. Right. You got to get you got to take out the garbage. I, I love that yep. analogy. Yeah. So when people, and you're saying it really throughout this, when people read your book, Healing from Personal Traumas, New Beginnings, what do you hope they take away? I hope that they take away some coping skills that will help them to heal and to not use drugs and alcohol and all this stuff that they take to numb. Basically, you're all trying to numb their emotions and their feelings. So they'll use the 
drug and alcohol because they don't know any other way. So that's basically what I want to share with them. There, there is an alternative uh, way to deal with emotions and, and to change your behavior. Basically, the big thing is the changing of the behavior because it's so common. And it doesn't, a lot of it is, is just not effective. You know, so they start with changing negative thoughts, changing irrational beliefs, their emotions. They'll be able to handle the, the emotions with better coping skills, and then they'll change your behavior. So it's, it's just a matter of making all those changes. And it takes work. It takes a long time. But you said it at the top of this. After you did that, um, what was life like for you? Oh, God. I, I got remarried to a wonderful man. Uh, I have a really good uh, marriage. I, um, I'm a better educator. I'm a better counselor, you know, because I experience all these things. So I, I can uh, share uh, some skills with uh, my clients, with people, you know, my family. My daughter is a recovering alcoholic. It took a long time uh, for me to um, get her to understand that she needed help, number one, that she needed to make changes in her life, number two, and um, to continue, uh, you know, uh, on the uh, positive path that she developed. Uh, she, she had been in um, a different recovery uh, places, too. So, it, like I say, it, it's just um, a lot of work. you got to be willing to do it. You know, and I, you know, my therapist took me to Antigua uh, to work with prestigious therapists from around the country. And let me tell you, I, 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 I had panic attacks. I, I dissociated, you name it, and cried because I had uh, three suicides in my family. So I, I needed to let go of uh, the grief that I felt because I never did. I didn't know how to do that. So they, they allowed me to do it, and they held me, let me cry, you know, helped me to work through it. And I was a different person after I came home from that experience. It was a, a week intensive therapy. And uh, that it really changed. Yeah, it really made a difference in my life, yeah. Wow. Well, you give people help. I love that. Claudette, Betty, thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you for interviewing me. Thank you so much. Delaney, I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. 
Go to katedelaneyradio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog. Yeah, that's Guinness. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney Fan Page on Facebook. Kate Delaney Fan Page on Facebook. Or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney. At Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com. As Dr. Wallach says, we all have nutrient deficiencies in our diets and must supplement with 90 essential nutrients in proper balances. At no cost or obligation, get a personal certified holistic health coach to help you develop a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL-90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL-90. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain. Until one day, the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day, Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327. 800-296-1327. Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented Made in America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, Eliminate fireplace smoke problems and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. to welcome to the show Cassandra Bishop. She's an author and she's written a book, King Solomon Street. It's a children's book, but I think it has such a big, big message. rather. So we're happy to feature her here on, again, Author's Corner on America tonight. Cassandra, thanks for joining us. You're welcome, Kate. How are you? I'm excellent. And I know your road has been so interesting into diving into writing uh, children's books, as I said. How did that all start for you? It started for me when I started teaching children, and I realized that a lot of children' character need building. So I decided to write books about building character, forgiving, and uh, loving. Has that been a fun ride for you? Has it been fun to do it? Yes, yes, yes. I enjoy it. So you come up with this book, King Solomon Street. Tell us about it. 
I came up with the title basically from the Bible, King Solomon, rich man, was full of wisdom. And he gave a lot of people good advice. So that's how I came up with the title. Yeah, and we like that story. Tell, tell us in the book some of the lessons that, that children would learn. Children learn to work with their peers. They learn to share. Uh, they learn to work with each other. For example, um, Sarah had to learn to give the best to the elderly lady that she did not want to. So she shared and she did the right thing. She gave the lady the best basket. Yeah, and ultimately, there's so many deep lessons in this, but what's one of the, the lessons that would be a takeaway from the book? I think the best lesson from the, the takeaway from the book is that parents are very important in children's lives. And they are encouraged to teach the children practical steps from the Bible that build their character. To forgive and gain friends. They learn to work with their peers. Yeah, and how, how important is it, especially now we see that that uh, kids learn at an early age to work with their peers because we see what happens in, in job situations of all sorts, don't we? Yes, we do. It is very important because the foundation of the children's upbringing is, is what um, what builds their character in life as an adult. Yeah. And in your life, you know, you, you um, went toward an education uh, you worked in the mental health industry. How did you, your background's interesting, and we'd be remiss not to talk about it. How did you get into that field, and what do you do? I am, at the moment, a mental health uh, uh, mental health counselor. I work with substance abuse, addiction, at the moment. And I got into that field because, again, I would love to help people. And I bet it's rewarding for you when you see somebody that's able to come out better on the other side, so to speak, right? Yes, it is so rewarding, especially when I see someone that comes in and they just look hopeless, they don't think they can do it. And I encourage them, I say, hey, because you are here, you can do it. And they actually do it. And see, that kind of dovetails into you writing children's books because you want... To, to help children at an early age, you talk about the foundation, and the foundation would make a difference for a lot of people who find themselves as sort of lost souls when they're older. Isn't that right? It goes back to childhood and what the, what the foundation was or wasn't there. Yeah. It goes back to foundation because um, children learn how to deal with their peers, as I said before. They learn to share. They learn to forgive. They learn the importance of relationships. For you, after writing King Solomon Street and, and other things that you've delved into, what's next? Well, what's next is that I do have uh, another book, um, and I am currently um, getting it illustrated. Um, so that title would be um, Sunday School Fruit Day. Ooh, give us a little sneak on that. What is that about? <laughs> well, 
Well, it's basically about a, a group of kids in the Sunday school class, and they learn about fruits of the spirit. And they go to the park and they say Sunday school fruit is a song S S F I Sunday G Sunday school fruit day and at the tree they see a boy that is homeless and they offer they ask the teacher hey can I can we give him our food and they give him the food and that makes the children very happy and they walk away singing. Wow! So that shows the the a lot of things there kindness. The benefits you you get from giving. Um, there's so many themes in in that. You can hear in your voice. I'm sure the listeners can hear it as well. Um, how much you really are enjoying all the aspects of of your life. And of course, King Solomon Street, Cassandra Bishop's book. You can get it on Amazon or Barnes and uh, Noble. Has this been one of the greatest adventures for you going into really children's literature? Yes, yeah, I love to write children books. It's a passion that I have. It, it excites me. It makes me feel good to know that, hey, somebody's going to read this book and they're going to, they're going to just enjoy it. Did you ever think that you would be a children's author? No. <laughs> I thought I would <laughs> write teenager books about love. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's never too late. You never know. But you jumped in there early to get to the to the children early. And um, I mean, what a wonderful thing. And you talked about the illustrations. That's a big deal in children's books. Is it fun to go through that process, too, with an illustrator? Yes, it is, because the illustrator um, takes that time to understand my passion, what I want. And my goal is always to have multicultural individuals in the book because the book is for everyone and working with the illustrator he he really takes time and say is this what you want let me know what you need yeah so then it comes out the way that you want it what do um what do friends and family say about this adventure oh they're excited everybody bought the book (laughs) uh, from amazon and that's the way it My should be. From all over the world. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and that's the way it should be. Absolutely. So when you're, yes. I just I just picture you in your everyday life looking for those little stories too, whether it's in the Bible or somewhere else. And is that true? Do you get some of the inspiration from what happens around you? Yes. Yeah, you you can see that you could you could see that in in King Solomon Street and boy, it is beautifully illustrated. So as I mentioned at the top, you can get the book on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. Cassandra Bishop, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, you're welcome, Miss Kate. A couple of quick minutes left in this show for some funny uh, or maybe interesting, mysterious things that have happened when we're talking about thousands of years old, like the hidden passages that have been discovered in the 45,000-year-old Great Pyramid of Giza. And then how about Japan finding 7,000 islands they didn't know they they had? How's that happen when you think of islands? But it's true. I thought this was such a fascinating story and a perfect place to, to end the show on some of these big numbers, like I said. So digital mapping 
by the GSI in Japan found that there are really 14,125 islands, Japanese territory, more than double the figure of the 6,800 plus that was officially in use since 1987, which was a report put out by Japan's Coast Guard. So this week, they the new figure with this surveying technology detailed that, whoa, there's all these islands they didn't know that they had. And now part of that is because um, you're looking at Japan laying claim to Russian-held southern Kuril Islands, which Tokyo calls the Northern Territories. And that's a big dispute that goes all the way back to the end of World War II. That's some of the islands that we're talking about. How about that? And we're talking when they say island, something where you're talking about a land area with a circumference of at least 330 feet. So just in case you were wondering, what does an island mean? And then there's this story about the hidden passage that was discovered in the um, 4,500-year-old pyramid in Giza, which is so popular, and people love to travel there and look at the pyramids. Well, they've got this this uh, corridor, which is 30 feet long, and it's close to the main entrance of the Great Pyramid there, and it could lead to some more findings there saying, you know, this is one of the last seven wonders of the world, which is still standing, and it's just an incredible feat when you look at it. It's one of the places that I've always wanted to go and see, so sweet, now we have this hidden passage. On that note, I'm going to bid adieu. Thanks so much to all of you for listening to this version of the show. Make it count, everybody. This is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to katedelaneyradio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog, yeah, that's Guinness. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney Fan Page on Facebook. Kate Delaney Fan Page on Facebook. Or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney. At Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave, and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com.